Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. Hi, Karen. Hey, Michael. What story do you have today? Here is a story from Jalen Thomason. I used to work for a party and event furnishing company um, located in Pompano Beach, Florida. And it was probably two years after I'd moved down or so. Um, I was about 19 years old. And I had just gotten my license when I was 18. So I had only been driving for about a year or so. And um, we had a, a warehouse located in Pompano Beach. But my role basically was to go out and set up the jobs. Because some people worked in the warehouse. Other people had teams and they would go set up jobs in various places such as Miami, West Palm. So I went to the warehouse in Pompano Beach and I was instructed on what my job was. It was um, at a very nice hotel in Miami. I can't exactly remember which one, but it was right in South Beach. The team had already been down there and to take one of the company vans by myself and to drive down to Miami. So I went out, I went down there about 5 p.m. It was rush hour traffic. So it was a little hard to get down there. There's a lot of standstill traffic. I remember being on the highway and I was in standstill traffic on one of the turns that kind of uh, integrates both the lanes so you can keep going south. And everybody was stopped. And then I look to my rearview mirror and I see a car fly by. And then two cops right after it and it was right on the shoulder so it kind of shook my van a little bit and it was like wow that and that was the first thing that happened to me that day that was you know a little bit like wow this is a this is a crazy day so I continued driving on I finally get down there after about an hour and the job was like I said at a very nice hotel and we had to set up a wedding for this couple that it was in a couple hours and then we would have to come back and take the wedding down so I was in my company van, I pulled up and for the loading process for most of these jobs was um, there's a loading dock at the hotel to make things easier. So I pulled up to the loading dock and the, the manager at the loading dock informed me that there was a few events going on and that I wasn't really able to get any space at the loading dock. So I had to park on the street. And if you've never been to Miami, the streets on there are very narrow, especially in South Beach. So there's not much parking space really and it's just one lane on each side and then some people park on the street you know so it it narrows the street out even more than it already is so they instructed me to go park on the street so I did that when I first got to the job and I clicked on my hazard lights so I didn't get a ticket and then I went up to the job they had like the actual ceremony room and then the ballroom to set up so it was just tables chairs backdrops and fixtures and stuff like that so the job took probably about five hours or so then when I came back down, I, I had met up when I first got to the job with a team of people who had brought down two or three trucks or so. So after we were done, the, the normal process is to put all the dollies and everything that we used to carry all the equipment back in the trucks, load the trucks up, and then the trucks leave. So we did that. The trucks had left, and I said to my fellow coworkers, like, I'll see you back at the shop. should be 45 minutes or so because it was probably about 7 p.m. at that time. So they had left, and I walked to the front of the building where I'd parked my van. And I noticed that the hazard lights weren't blinking anymore. So I got in the van, tried to start it up, wouldn't turn over, wouldn't, wouldn't turn on, you know, nothing. 
So I called my boss and informed him of what had happened. He said that he would, you know, try to figure it out because we had other people out on jobs all night. So it wasn't really, there wasn't too many people near me. So the boss told me, you know, he instructed me to sit tight. And um, after about 30 minutes of waiting, my phone was on 5% or so. So I was calling my bosses, trying to reach out to them, trying to see what exactly was the process from here. And uh, he instructed me that we had somebody who fixed the vehicles and he told me that he would be down shortly. He was just going to tend to another vehicle. He, he just basically instructed me to wait for him. And so the, the van was dead. There's no AC, can't really sit in there. So I, I decided to sit, you know, and just watch people pass by. And uh, I was waiting there for a couple hours and I saw various people pass by with pizza boxes so big that they basically couldn't carry them. It was almost like a cartoon. Like they were struggling to walk down the street with these very large pizza boxes. So after about four or five people, I was like, I need to know where this place is. And so I went and asked somebody that, that finally passed by me with one of the same pizza boxes. I said, hey, where's, where's this spot at, you know? And it, it happened to be just down the road a little bit. So I, I took all my belongings that I had and the van was fine. I had already spoken to a few police officers. So I went to the pizza spot, you know, got a pizza and these slices were about two feet long. I'm from New York, so it was it was definitely a treat to see something like that in South Florida. And it kind of made up for such the crazy day that I had because I was able to, you know, sit down, relax and just enjoy something that kind of reminded me of home, even though I was so far and, you know, alone in such an unfamiliar place. Jalen Thomason, a story about a hard day at work. This story, I think a lot of young people, you know, with everything that, that is going on in the news about people uh, not wanting to work or slowing down at work or not finding work that they enjoy. This is a story about a young man just got his license, wants to do well, and everything seems to be against him. You know, his phone and his car and the traffic and, uh, you know, he just he just can't win. I've had days like that, and the fact that he's stuck it out, I think, is, is very admirable. I think so, too. And he gives a lot of detail about exactly what he's sticking out with the car flying by and the hazard lights and the, the phone at 5%. I could see and feel what he was going through. And through all of this, one thing stands out, one detail that I would like to suggest, Michael, hear me out, is the overwhelming symbol for this story. And I mean symbol, S-Y-M-B-O-L, and you know what I'm going to say. The giant pizza. The pizza. <laughs> he saw these people walking by with these humongous boxes. And I just have to imagine how big these pizza boxes were because a regular pizza box is no small thing. And he actually stopped. He didn't say he was hungry. He, didn't say, he actually stopped a stranger and said, where did this come from? And that pizza was Excuse me for saying this. It was an extra large slice of home. 
I've seen pizza boxes that large before, and they're almost comical. Uh, but to get a two-foot slice of pizza and have it remind him of home was, was kind of touching. This was clearly somebody who was far from home. He came from New York, and he lived up in Boca, I think he said. He is in a town he may or may not know all that well, and he's feeling kind of vulnerable. It's a slice of life story. And again, I please excuse the pun, but I can't help myself. That is solved or at least mitigated or at least has a happy ending with a slice of pizza. Well, thanks for bringing that story in, Karen. If our listeners have a South Florida story they would like to share, how can they get in touch with you? Or pizza they want to share. Please send me an email to C. Neil, that's C N as in Nancy, E I L E, at F A U dot E D U. I don't need a summary. I just want to know you're interested in receiving the very simple instructions. Our website has contact information as well as archived stories at WLRN.org. Click radio and the public storyteller. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Michael. See you next week. My name is Michael Stock. The Public Storyteller returns next Sunday.